Hi, this is Rick Warren, and welcome to Daily Hope. The Bible tells us that we're to not just take the Word into our hearts. We're to apply it in our lives, and we're to pass it on to others. We are to hear the Word of God. We're to read the Word of God. We're to study the Word of God. We're to even memorize and meditate on it. Think seriously about it. But that's not enough. We're then to take it and share it with others. And you know what? The more you share it with others, the more God gives to you. The Bible says, let the word of Christ dwell in your heart. And then it says, pass it on to others. So join me today as we look at God's word for our daily hope. And then I want you to pass it on to others. Let's get started. Today on Daily Hope with Rick Warren, we continue in this very popular series on surviving relationships God's way. It's called You Make Me Crazy. So whether you know a crazy maker or maybe you are one, this series is right for you. Now, part two of a message called Escaping the People Pleaser Trap, taken from various portions of scripture. Here's Rick. The reason you become a people pleaser is because you put more emphasis in here and now than in eternity. When you have short-term thinking instead of long-term thinking, you're going to get messed up in this. What seems so important now is only temporary. The things that you think are real important right now, a week from today, aren't going to matter as much. And a month from the day, the stuff that you feel pressured by is usually temporary. Let me give you an example. If I were to ask you, name the five most important things to you when you were in high school. Will Bobby like me? <laughs> Am I going to invite it, get invited to that party on Friday night? Am I going to have a date to the prom? Will we win that game? Will I pass this test? Five years later, how much does that matter to you? None of them matter. None of them matter five years later. They just don't matter at all. Yet they seem so important. Let me tell you what maturity is. Maturity is when you realize everything I think is important isn't. And everything that I think isn't important is. That's maturity. Maturity is learning that all the things you thought were important really weren't that important. Who gets elected to the pep squad? Who cares? <laughs> really. You know, if some of you have gone back to like a high school reunion and you realize that for some people, they peaked their senior year. <laughs> and they're still talking about that catch they made. You, you gotta be kidding me. Okay. I mean, it's like their life is downhill since high school. I've actually found that it is the late bloomers, the people who nobody knew about in high school, are the people who do things with their lives, like Bill Gates. If you had been to school with Bill Gates, nobody would even know who he is. Okay. It's not, you don't want to peak too soon in life. Does that make sense? Some of you are saying, I'm still waiting to peak. Well, hang around Saddleback Church and I'll help you out, okay? The best days, the best of your life is the rest of your life. So what seems so important now really is only temporary. 1 John 2, 12 says this. The world and everything in it, everything in it that people desire 
is passing away. But those who do the will of God will live forever. Now notice he's comparing short-term thinking and long-term eternal perspective. And he says short-term thinking leads to people-pleasing because all the stuff I think is important, it, it isn't. And eternal perspective leads to freedom. It's what are you focusing on? Now let me tell you why this is a problem. Because today we have a 24-hour news cycle. And 24-hour news makes it appear that everything that happens is important. If, if you turn on the news, everything that happens, it's not Nothing is more worthless than yesterday's newspaper. You don't even read it. Why? Because it's that. Then why was it important yesterday? Because it's not. You know, years ago, somebody uh, did a prank at Christmas time in Walmart. Some people went in on the day on Christmas Eve day, and they switched all the price tags around. And Christmas shoppers went into Walmart, and stuff that was supposed to cost a hundred bucks were now two cents. And stuff that's supposed to you know, be $1.95 was now 500 bucks. People got very confused, very angry, very upset because the price tags had been switched. I want to tell you something. Satan has switched the price tags in life. And the stuff that the world says is important isn't. It's a con job. And the stuff that is important, you don't really realize it. And, and, and one of the things you got to do, if you're trying to focus on short-term things, you're going to try to please people. Jesus said this in Luke 16, verse 15, the second half of the verse. The things that are highly valued by people are worth nothing in God's sight. Well, now think about that. The things that are highly valued by people are worth nothing in God's sight. What do people value most today? I'll tell you, here's what they value most today. Success, wealth, and fame. That's what people value most today. Success, wealth, and fame. What's that gonna matter after you die? None, nothing. In eternity, it's not gonna matter at all. How well known you were, how much money you had, how much you accomplished. What's gonna matter is the kind of person you became while you were here on earth alive. Your character, because you're not taken your resume with you to heaven. You're not taking your wealth with you to heaven. You're not taking any of that stuff with you. That's stuff that people spend their entire lives trying to get and they're gonna leave it all here. Now let me tell you particularly, this issue of trying to be popular or trying to be famous or trying to be well-known, it's not all cracked up as, it, as, as you think it is. Fame is not nearly a big a deal. I, I've had a little bit of this. <laughs> Okay, uh, I, I, I've, I've you know, been on TV a few times and things like that. And I want to tell you what, it's just not that big deal. Fame is not worth it. People want to be famous. You know what's strange? Hollywood people work their entire lives to become well-known so everybody knows my name. And then as soon as everybody knows their name, they put on dark glasses and hide. <laughs> Why? They realize, I don't really want everybody to know my name. It's a pain in the posterior. Okay. So you get it, and then all these famous people, they get their fame, and then what do they do? They try to hide from the people who know their name. Because they realize, well, that wasn't worth it. It didn't make any difference. And when you get sick, and when you got a loved one dying, all your fans really doesn't matter. What you need is just a couple of really good close friends. Number four. 
The fourth thing I need to remember is I only have to please one person. Really, in life, I only have to please one person, and that is my creator, my God, my savior. I only have to please the Lord, the one who made me and had a purpose for my life. And that simplifies life enormously. You want to learn to live for an audience of one. You only need one person's approval, God's approval. Jesus said it like this in John 5:30. I don't try to please myself, but I only please the one who sent me. He said, I'm living for an audience of one. You may have not ever realized this, but uh, uh, one of the pastors alluded to it. People pleasing is a form of idolatry. That's Pastor Rick Warren with the first part of today's message called Escaping the People Pleaser Trap. It's from the series You Make Me Crazy. We'll have more in just a moment. But first, you might not know this, but there's a whole lot more to Rick Warren than his best-selling Purpose Driven Life book. In fact, rickwarren.org is packed with resources taken from Pastor Rick's 30-plus years of preaching and teaching. This includes CDs, DVDs, free streaming sermons, Bible studies, small group resources, and much more. And it's all there at rickwarren.org. Also, you can request prayer, find out what it means to trust your life to Christ, and sign up for Pastor Rick's free daily email devotional. So, visit us online today at rickwarren.org. There's more daily hope with Pastor Rick in just a moment. We all have relationships that drive us crazy. Maybe it's a spouse, sibling, co-worker, or a nutty relative. That's why you need the You Make Me Crazy study kit. In this six-part DVD series and study guide, Rick Warren helps you do more than just survive crazy relationships. He helps you thrive in them. The You Make Me Crazy study kit is our gift to thank you for your donation to support this Daily Hope broadcast. So call 800-600-5004 to request yours today. Call 800-600-5004. Once again, here's Rick. Really, in life, I only have to please one person, and that is my creator, my God, my savior. I only have to please the Lord, the one who made me and had a purpose for my life. And that simplifies life enormously. You want to learn to live for an audience of one. You only need one person's approval, God's approval. Jesus said it like this in John 5, 30. I don't try to please myself, but I only please the one who sent me. He said, I'm living for an audience of one. You may have not ever realized this, but uh, uh, one of the pastors alluded to it. People pleasing is a form of idolatry. Now, the first two commandments in the 10 commandments are, number one, don't have any gods before me. Anything you put before God becomes a God. So a boat could be a God. A career could be a God. A girlfriend could be a God. Golf could be a God. Anything that comes number one in your life that isn't God becomes your God. And number two is don't make any idols. Anything that replaces God in your life is an idol. Success can be an idol. Uh, Money can be an idol. Sex can be an idol. A relationship can become an idol. If that relationship to your girlfriend, to your wife, to your boss, to your friend is more important than God, it's an idol and it's a God. 
And when I am a people pleaser, I have allowed something else in my life to take first place. Does that make sense? And all of a sudden, it becomes God in my life because their opinion matters to me more than God's opinion. What they think of me matters. I don't want to tell them I'm a Christian because they might think less of me. Then you're saying their opinion is more important than God's opinion. I don't want to let them know that I go to church because they might not like me. Then their opinion matters more than God's opinion. At that point, you have another God in your life. You have an idol. I only have to please one person. Paul says in Galatians 1.10, I'm not trying to be a people pleaser. No, I'm trying to please God. If I were still trying to please people, I wouldn't be Christ's servant. Remember, I only have to please one person. Number five, remember this. This is the fifth truth. One day, I'll give an account of my life. Boy, do I need to remember that one. That's a people-pleaser antidote. One day, I will give an account of my life. The Bible says in Romans 14, 12, yes, each of us will have to give a personal account to God. Now, when you remember that, you have that long-term thinking, it's going to change what you say, what you do, and who you try to impress. Because in a situation where you got a point here, am I going to please God in this situation or am I going to please this person? Do I want God's approval or do I want this person's approval? Do I want God disapproving of what I just said, did, or whatever? Or do I want this person disapproving of what I just said and did? When you take that long look and realize, I'm going to give an account today for every word I say, it's going to change. It's going to give you confidence. It's going to give you courage. It's going to give you the ability to stand up and be a man or be a woman in a situation that is constantly trying to put pressure on you to be politically correct or socially acceptable. Now, I know this one because in a lot of interviews, I've been interviewed on you know, lots of TV shows and, and broadcasts that went internationally and things like that. And in those broadcasts, they will ask me the toughest questions possible, the most incendiary, the most politically incorrect, and they want to put me on the spot, make me look like, well, because I believe a certain thing, then I'm a bigot, or I'm a this, or I'm a that. And, they, and they're intentionally trying to get me to back down off of what the Bible says. And I've been, question, been asked questions like, is Jesus really the only way to heaven? Are people who don't know Jesus really going to hell? Is that what the Bible says? I've been asked that question many, many times. Does God really say that? Do you believe that? Now, when I'm in those interviews, the old Larry King interviews or anything like that, my human nature wants to be liked, just like yours does. My human nature wants to compromise, wants to divert, wants to punt, wants to not tell the truth. And, and uh, I've actually heard guys being asked those questions on TV, and they'll say, well, I just leave that up to God. There's a word for that, cop out. The guy knows exactly what God says, and you don't say I leave it up to God when you know what God has said clearly in his word. Well, I just leave that up to God. Or everybody has to make up their own mind. That's a nice, politically correct, people-pleasing cop out. You're not standing for the truth. In those moments when I could say something that would be politically correct and wouldn't offend, wouldn't ruffle feathers, but it would be a lie, I remember these truths. 
And in that pressure moment, I do three things. First, I remember what Jesus Christ did for me on the cross. And I'll think about him on the cross with his blood being shed for me and going, he didn't deny me. He didn't deny me. He didn't back down for me. He died for my sins. I owe him my life. He created me. He saved me. He forgave me. He's taken me to heaven. I'm not going to deny him. I remember that. What Jesus did for me. I remember that one day I'm going to give an account to God. And in that point, God's going to say, and what did you say in that interview? What did you say in that conversation at work? What did you say to your friend at school? Integrity is more important than popularity. And I'm not going to give up my integrity. And so I tell them the truth. And I let the chips fall. The Bible says in Luke chapter uh, 9, verse 26, Jesus said, If anyone is ashamed of me and my words, in other words, you're a people pleaser, I, the Son of Man, will be ashamed of him when I come in glory in the end of the Father and of the Holy Angels. Is Jesus going to be ashamed of you because you were ashamed of him? This is a people pleaser problem. This is an approval addiction. This is a short-term thinking issue. Finally, one more thing I need to remember. Write this down. I remember this when I'm under pressure. God shaped me to be me. God shaped me to be me, not somebody else. God doesn't want me to be you. God doesn't want you to be somebody else. When you get to heaven, God isn't going to say, hey, why weren't you more like your brother? Thank God. Why weren't you more like your dad, your mother, whatever? When you get to heaven, God will say, wait a minute, I made you to be you. When you get to heaven, God is not going to say, were you popular? God is not going to say, did you make everybody happy? God is not going to say, did you make sure you didn't ruffle any feathers? He's not going to say, did you become what others want you to be? No, he's going to say, uh, did you become who I made you to be? Or did you go off and live your life for what your daddy wanted? Or what somebody else wanted? Did you fulfill the purpose I created you for? The Bible says this. Don't let the world around you squeeze you in its own mold. I love this in the Phillips translation. Don't let the world squeeze you into its own mold. That's people pleasing. But let God remold you from within. That's learning these truths that set you free. Let God remold your mind from within so you may prove in practice that the plan of God for you is good. Circle the phrase, the plan of God for you is good. God's purpose for your life is good. Other people's purpose for your life is not good. God didn't put you on earth to fulfill the purpose of somebody else. God put you on earth to fulfill the plan of God for you. The plan of God for you is good. It meets all your demands and moves toward the goal of true maturity. Now, these six truths will set you free. And if you let them burn into your memory, they will guide you and they will keep you from being controlled by crazy makers who want to push you into their mold. Will you have integrity? Will you have courage? Will you stand up and be who God made you to be and say what you know is the right thing? So let's review these truths. Even God can't please everybody. I need to remember that one. 
I don't need anybody's approval in order to be happy. It's a choice. What seems important now, what you think of me, isn't really going to matter in the long term. When I get to heaven, what you thought of me isn't going to matter. Number four, I only have to please one person. That makes life pretty simple. Number five, one day I'll give an account of the life I lived. And number six, God shaped me to be me, not somebody else. Now, there's only one person in the universe who knows you completely, who accepts you unconditionally, and who knows the purpose you were created for, Jesus Christ. So you need to get to know him and make sure that his opinion of you matters more than anybody else. That is an anti-crazy maker move. That's Rick Warren with Daily Hope. In a moment, he'll share an encouraging closing thought with you. But first, don't forget to visit us online at rickwarren.org. Wondering what it takes to have a better marriage? Wanting to learn to dig deep into God's Word? Wishing you could find the healing for your hurts, habits, and hang-ups? Get what you need when you visit the online store at rickwarren.org. You can also request prayer or sign up for Pastor Rick's free daily email devotional. So visit rickwarren.org today. Now before Rick's closing thought, you wouldn't be human if there wasn't at least one relationship in your life that drives you crazy. Maybe it's a boyfriend or girlfriend. It could be a spouse or parent, co-worker or neighbor. Or maybe it's that nutty aunt who you only see once a year. But whoever the crazies are in your life, they have the potential to really bring you down and distract you from the life God wants for you. That's why Pastor Rick wants to send you his six-part DVD series and study guide called The You Make Me Crazy Study Kit. This was a very popular Bible study at Saddleback Church. It gives you the practical tools to survive difficult relationships God's way. It's his gift to thank you for your donation to support this Daily Hope broadcast. And you might have heard us say before that Daily Hope is a 100% listener-funded broadcast, which is why your financial support is so vital. So call to give today and let us say thanks by sending you Rick's six-part DVD series and study guide, the You Make Me Crazy Study Kit, and get started on improving your tough relationships today. Call us at 800-600-5004. That's 800-600-5004. When you call, consider chipping in just a little extra to help keep Daily Hope on this station. And now, here's Rick with a final note of encouragement. One day, you're going to give an account of your life to God. When you keep that in mind, and you have that long-term thinking, living in light of eternity, it will change everything you say, everything you do, and who you're trying to impress. In fact, long-term eternity-based thinking is the antidote to people-pleasing. Now, here's what long-term eternity-based thinking looks like. First, I remember what Jesus did for me on the cross. That he didn't deny me. He didn't back down. He died for my sins, so I owe him my life. Remembering this will give me the confidence to stand my ground. It will give you the confidence to stand your ground. Second, remember that one day you're going to give an account to God. And at that point, God is going to say, What did you say in that interview? What did you say in that conversation at work? What did you say to your friends at school? 
He's going to wonder about your motivations and all that you did. Integrity, remember this, integrity is more important than popularity. Doing what's right, regardless of what other people think, will pay off in the long run. In fact, it yields eternal dividends. When I remember that one day I'll give an account to God, it keeps me from caving in and compromising when I'm worried about what other people think. Because what God thinks about me is what's going to matter for eternity. Thanks for listening. I'd love to hear from you. Write me, rick at rickwarren.org, and join me next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Daily Hope Ministries and listeners like you.